Hello, it's Lisa Fertali with Me Money and Mold. Um, tonight, I don't know. What should I talk about? Tying it all together again? Probably, but I'm not going to. Um, I just think everybody should take this challenge with me. Here's the thing. Today I went out and I was talking to a lot of people about this challenge, the Prove It Challenge. And it always amazes me that, um, and I've heard a lot of other people say it, help or a change can be offered to people and it's right in front of them. But um, no one's going to take that, no one's going to take you up on that until they hit a wall. People got to hit a wall. That I know. Um, at least they think they do. Because so many people in that space, the mind space, the personal development space, all those people in that space, you know, it's a multi, multi, multi billion dollar industry. Maybe it's a trillion dollar, I don't even know. But that's why a lot of people get into that industry. It's, um, first of all, you can't quantify your success. It's very difficult to say that somebody did such and such because they followed your program. Um, It's all subjective when you think about that, right? I will say about Mike Dooley's program, Infinite Possibilities, is that if you take a volu- this voluntary, um, I, I wouldn't call it a survey, it's more like an, a multi- there's six questions, an index, they call it an index, belief index. It's not, it's, it's, I, I've given it, offered it to quite a few people and people have uh, finished it. And it's not, um, it, it requires thought. And um, it gets people to think. That's the intent. And um, it is, they're working on, his company is working on creating the first evidence-based program. And so they ask if you are certified when you teach it to offer it to people. It's completely voluntary. And um, you see the difference. when you, You're supposed to administer it before you teach the course, and then a month after, I've, I've, it's been a while, I think it's a month after, and then um, six months after. I know there's another interval in there, I believe. And um, doing it before and after the course, before the course, after the course, a month after, and six months after. I think that's how it is. And at least, at least I've done it before the course and after the course, and even that, you see the difference the difference in people's perspective of their life because they begin to see that the beliefs that they've held, a lot of them were not theirs. They were passed down to them. And looking for limiting beliefs is um, a waste of time. And there's a lot of programs that will have you go looking for them. More than likely, you'll find them or you'll create them So 
um, it is a waste of time. Just look at the life that you have. And you can go by what your beliefs are, by how you feel when you think about something. How is it that you feel when you think about something? If you think about, like I think about this, um, we have a, three different projects. I call them projects. It's, it's companies. And one in particular where I would say we beat our head against the wall. So when I think about it, does it make me feel good? No. <laughs> it makes me feel like I'm wasting my time. So when I feel like that, I just dial it back. Okay. You know, how, much, how many resources am I putting to that? Then you take those resources, whether it's, you know, it's not just money resources. It's oftentimes time and emotional resources to a project, to a business. You know, is it, what am I getting back for that? You know, okay. Um, a lot of nothing. A lot of nothing. So, um, and it's not from the customers. It's, it, surprisingly, it's from the company that we deal with. So, um, again, you you just scale it back to who do you want to deal with? And um, so anyway, yes, rambling again, but not really. Thinking about, you know, I don't know what these podcasts sound like to you, but it's just a, an encapsulation of my thinking of the thoughts of the day. And I usually do them late in the day. Um, because I'm involved in um, a, several different things. I have a lot of things. I have a lot of balls in the air, I guess I w- you would say. So there are times, like today, when we went to some uh, grocery stores because we're doing this challenge. And... Um, said that we would be videotaping ourselves, you know, um, buying the produce, the vegetables and the fruit for this challenge. And um, one store said we, we could not do that, that we needed permission to videotape ourselves in a store where we're purchasing their stuff. So I said, okay, well, whatever, all right. And then the other, the other grocery store was totally clueless. And um, all I can say is that I said to my husband, I think I'd fall over dead if, if there weren't any roadblocks to the stuff that I, and I know that's, these are trivial things, really trivial, like, okay, whatever. But I said, I think I'd fall over and I'd, I'd have a heart attack on the spot if anybody in any of these ventures said, wow, Lisa, that's awesome. You want to do what? Oh, well, I'll help. Or how can I help? I think I'd really fall over and and die thinking, oh my God, somebody actually wants to 
help and do something without me dishing out a whole a whole bunch of money to get a whole bunch of nothing, right? <laughs> like, okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, there was something that was done recently for us. We didn't, we didn't ask somebody in a company that actually put a, uh, an ad on Facebook that we, we had no, no idea it was happening. And that was, that was awesome. It was like, wow, that's amazing. Um, so, you know, there are the law of polarity. I mean, we all live this law, honest to God. And people talk about peaks and valleys. You know, it's up, down, good, bad, right, left. And all of that is your perspective. And honest to God, it is. You don't think so when something happens and it's, it's harmful to you. Um, but there must be something good in that. Like I can think of when I was sick, right? I mean, you couldn't have convinced me of that five years ago. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the truth. Like, really? I don't think that this, this isn't fun. I'm not having fun. And so, but it's true. So now when these seeming roadblocks happen, I mean, and what I just said was, it is really trivial. You can't do that. I'm like, okay, no problem. Okay, no problem. All right. You know, I won't, I won't give you any publicity. Right. That's cool. No problem. I, you know, I'll, I'll just buy my stuff and do my, my challenge and stick it all over social media. And I'll, I'll just give credit to where credit is due. Right. Like you don't need publicity. No problem. I got it. I got it. No problem. So, um, you know, I'll go to the farmer's market. I missed it this week. I'll go to another one and take video there and, and eat homegrown veggies, which is what I'd rather eat anyway. Um, so, you know, again, no problem. But all I say is that um, rolling with the punches and the, the knockouts or punches or the takedowns get easier when you think, really? That's all you got? Come on. You know, and you feel like you get closer and closer and closer to the, the goal and closer and closer and clo- I know I don't believe in goals, but closer and closer to what you envision in your head, the imagination that you have and the vision that you have in your head because I have these things and I'm not hallucinating, but it's my perception of my life, right? I say we're all projecting. And I've heard people say that's really not true. We're moving in and out of different dimensions, whatever, whatever. You create your life with your thoughts and you create your life with your words. So think the good ones and you create your life with your feelings. You want to feel good all the time. It's possible. Believe me, take it from me, the person who couldn't breathe most of her life. Really, I'm serious. I had a problem with breathing. What is that a metaphor for? Life in general, correct? I mean, you can't survive, what is it, three minutes without breathing? 
you know? <laughs> um, I had an issue. I had issues. I'm sure lots of people got issues. I think a lot of people got issues. And here's what I'll say. People think, I, I knew inherently, in, I just knew that I was, somehow I knew I was projecting my vulnerabilities into the world. I knew. As it felt like whenever I went out into the world, uh, I was, people would see it, right? No matter how, no matter how I would try to camouflage my, my lack of confidence or, or um, unhappiness, really. It wasn't lack of confidence as much as it was just unhappy. I was unhappy. I was just an unhappy person. And I, I know where it came from. I do. It's done. It's gone. I'm a very happy person now. And that's why I talk about happiness a lot. Because I live a happy life. I, I'm definitely not where I want to be completely. But in a lot of ways, I am. In other words, there's a lot of things, and not things, but events and circumstances. Like, I would love, and I know I've said it in another podcast, I'd love to live in Italy three or four months out of every year, even more. I would. Say what you will about whatever. I mean, I've heard a lot of people bash Italy. They didn't like it and whatever. There's other places I'd love to live, too. I'm Italian, and I just happen to love Italy. And, um, and I don't think it's because I'm Italian so much. I just think it's a feeling. I feel like I've been there. I have been there twice. But, I mean, when I got there the, for the first time, it felt like home. Even places I'd never been just felt familiar to me. And... Um, Time just seemed to, uh, I don't know, not stand still, but go slower, believe it or not. I can think back to the trips that we had in Italy, the places we, we traveled to with the tour. They were both tours. Um, and then, you know, you go off on your own and you find a little bistro or someplace to have something to eat and we were in Tivoli and I'm trying to remember where that was in Italy but we were in Tivoli and I think that was also when we came away from the Villa Desti and um, I can just the feeling of being there I don't you know I guess it's like anything else you look at their lifestyle and they probably look at ours and think we have better than them. I guess, you know, it's always, everything's greener, and, you know, the grass is always greener, but I don't know if it's Europeans, if Italians, I don't know, but 
they seem to um, enjoy life more. They seem to appreciate each other's company more. I think that's what we should aspire to. You know, appreciation of each other while we're here. And maybe that's why I liked Italy. We did a lot of walking, going into churches and various things. And it, it wasn't necessarily all the touristy places. It was um, sometimes uh, in the neighborhood when you would, we were in Sorrento. And I forget where we were staying, but we walked down the street to this church. And it was nothing like, you know, all the stained glass church, you know, windows and all that. It was very sparse and just a lot of wood. And I don't remember the, the it was, it was, it looked poor. And there, there were people there, but not, and most of them were older people. But it was in a neighborhood. And um, I'm guessing there were a lot of places like that. Neighborhood churches. And um, just that experience of going to a, a church in a neighborhood. I was with my mother then. And it was just different. Different than being in this country, going to church in this country, or synagogue, or temple, or whatever. It was just felt different. And it left an impression. And seeing people do their, their craft, like people working on wood, um, people making shoes, people in the garment district, um, it's just different. It's a different feeling of, you know, you see it on, um, oh, there's a show on, it was BBC, uh, I can't remember, but it was something to do with, it's all, uh, all these, they travel all over, these two guys. One's a art historian, Italy Unplugged or something like that. Uh, I can't remember. One's a, one's a chef and the other one's an art historian. I love those, those shows. And watching the places that they go and and eating with the local people and local food, you know, just stuff that... I, I, I just like that lifestyle. It's a simpler... It's simpler. And it's... And I believe, in spite of what other people will say, that our technology, where it's going, will allow people to live that life. That's what it's supposed to do. Instead of us being tethered to it, it's supposed to free us to have an extended life and a better life. And that's really what the advances in technology, all different technologies, all different advances are supposed to do for us. But you don't hear a lot about that. You hear a lot about the displacement of industries and the displacement of people. There's always two sides to every story. So I said in the last podcast yesterday, focus on the good. 
because what you focus on expands period it's true so this challenge is not just about um, getting you to feel healthier it's about getting you to clear out your mind and realize you need to simplify your life well, you should and it's not difficult to do simplify your life really when you simplify your life you get clarity when you have clarity you can move forward towards something you really want and when you get things in your life people in your life when you attract what you want you're a happier person and when you're a happier person you just experience life in a whole different mindset you do bad things still happen out in the world you send you say a prayer you send people your heartfelt good thoughts but you don't have to stay there you're not supposed to stay there. You're supposed to move through it. That's what you're supposed to do. Move through it. Take them with you if you can, but move through it. So, anyway, on that note, I'll say good night. Thanks for listening. And if you're interested in the challenge, you can go to the site. You can go to Sugarnose, www.sugarnose.com. There's a link there that says prove a challenge. It goes directly to the Shackley site that the only thing you can buy on that site is the prove a challenge. So again, there's a way to contact me through that site also. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.